Hey everybody, welcome to the show. It's your favorite podcast with the two only male Victoria's Secret models online. It's Just the Tips with Austin and Julian. The show where we take life pro tips, hacks, and advice from the World Wide Web, mostly Reddit, and filter it through our degenerate brains. It's Just the Tips with Austin and Julian. What's up, Julian? So don't forget it. What's up, man? How was your Thanksgiving? It was good, man. I, uh, As you can imagine, I ate way too much. Like... I've, I'm pretty sure I started hallucinating yesterday <laughs> after like eating the fifth pound of Oreo pie. I was just hallucinating and uh, I knew I'd done overdone it. So how about you? Same over eight, uh, way too much. The thing is I always do the thing where I don't eat all day until I eat Thanksgiving brunch or lunch or dinner, whenever, whatever time it is. And I think that's counteractive because your stomach, stomach shrinks and you're super hungry, but it, your stomach's smaller. So you can't eat as much as you think you can. And then you get super full and everything you eat on Thanksgiving, super heavy anyway. So those things combine. And then I just end up sitting around miserable for the rest of the day. It's a very painful day. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot of regret, but I knew that I was, I knew that was going to happen. And I kind of went into the week like preparing for my binge, you know, I'd eat a little bit more on Monday, a little bit more on Tuesday, and then I was pretty much at a full binge on Wednesday, and then yesterday I was just uh, just full bariatric. I was out of control. But So you're stretching your stomach out, getting ready. Yeah, man, it is quite stretched. Man, I didn't do that. That's a wise move if you want to really get the most out of your Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, I was hoping to get diabetes or maybe have a heart attack yesterday. But uh, still going strong, man, so I don't know. Hey, it's not over, Austin. Thanksgiving's not over <laughs> yeah. till the following Monday. So you That's got true. Time. I still have a lot of leftovers. So Yeah, you got sandwiches you can do and all kinds of goodies. I didn't even really have dessert. I had a, a bite of a, two cookies. That was it. I was so full, I couldn't even do dessert. There, we left two entire pies untouched, and they kept trying to send them home with me. I'm like, do not send those pies home with me. They will just go in the garbage can. Is that uh, sounds like a humble brag, but uh, humble brag about what? I don't really, I don't really care for pie too much. I, I love really pie. pie. I was just saying, I was yeah. full. Yeah, well, fuck you. I ate forty pies by myself. <laughs> well, you're you're more of a man than I am. Yes, clearly. Um, yeah. okay, well. I had another. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. Did you want to talk about you had some Thanksgiving tips? No, I just had some unexpected visitors last night. I woke up at three in the morning to a mama bear and her two baby cubs raiding my trash can. And they had a feast in my backyard for like, I don't know, four hours. No, not four hours. Probably an hour. It seemed like four hours. I was fucking tired. Um and left a huge fucking mess, but they are adorable, so I let it slide. And, yeah, they're uh, adorable until they rip your face off. Well, I was at a, I was on the second floor, so I was able to look down on them at a safe distance. But one of them came right to the base of the tree that goes up to our bedroom, and I thought he was staring at me, and I thought he was going to climb the tree. I kind of got nervous. That's a, a recurring segment on the show of Julian and the Bears. It's a lot of fun. I'm going to uh, get up the cards to join them one day. We'll see. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, I'm going to post a picture of the bears on our Instagram page that we have now, which is just the tips podcast is the name of the Instagram account. Look us up. You'll like it. You can also I was also featured on Trader Joe's Insider yesterday, uh, putting a little advertisement out for those cookies I ate. So you can check that out. Uh, if you want to see what this bear looks like eating some cookies, <laughs> I want to see it. Um, yeah, but I want to also apologize to our v- listeners. We went on a two week hiatus because two reasons. My computer took a shit on me and, uh, and then I got super busy at work for a couple weeks and, but it was mainly the computer taking a shit on me and me not having the time to really focus and take it in. Cause I was at work 10 hours a day. Um, so sorry, we went on a two week silence, but we still love you and we're back baby from so, here on out every week. Nothing will stop us. Not even 
COVID-19. If I get COVID, I'm going to sit here and eat onions on, on air with you and tell you how I don't taste them. Yeah, if Julian's on a ventilator, I'm going to put a microphone up to him and then we'll just figure it out. Yeah, we'll make it work. Have you seen those videos of those guys eating crazy shit when they can't taste anything? No. It looks like the one fun thing that would come out of COVID is looks <laughs> it, it, it's like a superpower. Like these guys are just like chugging Italian dressing and that doesn't sound bad. I would think more like drinking the juice of uh, a jar of pig's feet or eating a bunch of sardines that are old or something like that. Yeah, whatever the fuck they want to eat. Drinking Italian dressing sounds great. Ew, that would be disgusting. You would drink I mean, there a thing are much of Ital- worse things out there. Yeah, I was just thinking I that's gross. Too much Italian dressing is disgusting. You okay. drink Italian dressing if you could taste it? No, but that's just a horrible example of something that's gross. Like, oh, I have no taste buds, so I was eating a bunch of Italian dressing. Well, Have you had that Olive Garden dressing? It's fucking good, man. I wouldn't drink it, though. I'd have a little bit on my lettuce, but I'm not going to guzzle it. All right. I'm talking about guzzling a, a jar of wishbone Italian dressing. or a, I don't know. I mean, nothing surprises me anymore. I've, see, I've watched Bear Grylls drink his own piss 30 times. So drinking Italian dressing just doesn't seem like a very big deal to me. Why did you keep watching him? Was it the same clip that you watched over and over again? Yeah, that's. I used to jack to it. That's how I get my rocks off. You really have a thing with drinking piss, Austin. You got a weird fetish. Yeah, I don't know. I was always just fascinated with Bear Grylls, how he drank his own piss, especially since they... They said that he would like stay in a hotel and that he would, you know, he wasn't really doing all that stuff. I'm like, so he was faking this outdoor show. And for those of you who don't know, it's what was that show called? Grizzly Man or something? No, no, it's called, uh, yeah, it was called Grizzly something. No, that's something else. But, anyways, well, the adventures of Bear Grylls. But he, there were, he, there was all this, uh, People would say he got in trouble because he was like, you know, sleeping in hotels and he wasn't roughing it out in the wilderness like supposedly he said he was. And if that's true, it kind of makes it weird that he kept drinking his own piss. It almost makes you think it was a fetish of his. So I don't know. It also could have been that he was also lying about drinking his own piss and he was just drinking apple juice. Oh, that'd be so disappointing. I mean, that's what that's 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 what TV magic is, is that mm-hmm. they're lying to you about everything. That's why if you're going to drink your own piss on TV, you got to piss straight into your mouth. And otherwise, I'm not going to believe it. Did you see the episode with Will Ferrell where they found that dead frozen deer and they both ate it? Uh, oh, yeah. That was fake. I'm guessing because I don't think that. Yeah, that's true. Will Ferrell is not a fucking psycho. Well, and also, I don't think the like Will Ferrell's worth a ton of money to a lot of studios and stuff. And I don't think he, the insurance companies would allow him to just find a random deer in the woods and eat it. That's fair. Um, okay, let's get back on track here. So Julian and I had a couple things that we talked about last week on the show that I wanted to bring up before we get into these new fresh hot tips. And one of them was that I was trying to remember who Gabrielle Reese's husband was, the famous surfer who has a very badass morning regimen. And uh, Julian could not have been more certain that it was Kelly Slater. <laughs> was and guess what? It wasn't. It was Laird Hamilton. Oh. Laird Hamilton is the answer to the question. Well, Kelly Slater um, is the only surfer I know. So if yeah, it's I a male that, surfer. That you were just like, yeah, it's Kelly Slater. That's any any professional surfer to me is automatically Kelly Slater. Yeah, Even if I, you're not I, Kelly Slater, you're I know. Kelly Slater if you're a professional surfer. Because that's the only one I know. Well, dude, this guy is even cooler. Laird Hamilton. And... He has become famous on a lot of these podcasts because he's like 50-something years old and he looks like he's a sexy 20-something. And you can tell by this picture on uh, Men's Journal, they did a little article on him about eight healthy habits of big wave surfer Laird Hamilton. And he's on a stand-up surfboard. He's got abs. He's got blonde hair. He's got bangs, which normally I'm not into on guys, but he makes it work. And uh, they they go over eight healthy habits, and I'm going to maybe touch on those real quick. And also, if you guys are really interested in stepping your game up and getting healthy, he even has his own website, and it's xptlife.com. And I'll put a link to that in the show notes if you guys want to get serious about being a sexy 50-year-old. And uh, I'm going to try to make this quick, but he does – he spends 20 minutes upside down 
he like hangs upside down on a fucking rack in his garage or you know you can do a one of those inverted inversion tables or you can just have julian grab you by your ankles hanging upside down takes magnesium for sleep he hydrates he stretches with stabilizers he starts the day with what sucks the hardest thing of the day he does first so um and he does 10 minutes you know what i'm just gonna post this fucking thing this article on the show notes because you know but anyways he does some badass hot cold thing that we were talking about last week and uh and I think that's why he's so sexy. It's like extreme, though. His hot cold thing. I remember hearing Joe Rogan talk about it. And it's mm-hmm. like it. I think his hot is over 200 degrees. He goes yeah. into like a ridiculously hot sauna that would like scold the normal human. But yeah, we talked about it on the last show. But I mean, that was like felt it feels like three months ago. But yeah, he. I think Joe Rogan said his sauna was like 200 degrees, if not higher. And then he goes into one of those cryo chambers and he goes into a cold pool, and uh, I think he may have drank his own piss. There may be something, but I no, we didn't. You're article. making rumors up about people drinking their own piss now. I Not know. everyone I, drinks their own piss, I, Austin. If, I, if you wish it enough, it'll become true. God, go get your rocks off and quit. so. So I'm sorry. I know I'm not. I shouldn't put my own. Quit putting piss in everyone's mouth. Put my fetish on you guys. I don't You're really disgusting. Like I don't really have a piss fetish, guys. Yeah, you do. I find it to be quite disgusting. It's coming out, Austin. It's coming out. All the truths are coming out. <laughs> but you know what? I tried. That isn't nearly as impressive as it, of any of the thing as Kelly Slater does. Is uh, what did you try, Julian? I tried a weighted blanket for the first time, and oh. it, I thought I would hate it because I thought I'd get all hot and stuffy and feel claustrophobic. I was wrong. I fucking love it, man. You got to get one of those. I have one. It really makes you feel like you're a you're a snug bug in bed. It's, and, it fills um, all of your crevices. Yeah, it leaves no part uncradled, and no crevasse unfilled. Yeah, as they and say. it's amazing. Though I did uh, feel some slight pain when I woke up because I had a morning wood and it was trying to fight its way through, and that was painful. Oh man. <laughs> That is talk about a clash of the titans. Yeah, I I mean a twenty pound blanket versus Julian's huge dong. That's it was who won <laughs> the blanket did my <laughs> dong, my dong's not that strong, man. <laughs> it, it was like it's like uh, it's it's like holding a, a crocodile's mouth closed. It's got it's 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 easy to keep closed, but if you get in between those jaws, you're getting clamped down on. <laughs> Oh, all right. Well, that really makes me want to get a weighted blanket. So actually do, I already have one. And uh, now that winter's coming back, kind of, uh, maybe I'll start using it. It does feel really good, man. It gives you a feeling of security, but I have to do it on really cold nights. Otherwise I just overheat. Yeah, man. I hope, I hope you uh, can make it through this harsh Arizona winter this year. (laughs) Yeah. It was like 90 degrees in mid November, but uh, yeah. People in Minnesota are throwing the middle finger at you. Yeah. Fucking wuss. Why do you think snowbirds come to Tucson every year? I understand the concept. Because it's it's nice. But I know. (laughs) We're we're West Coast bitches. I I understand. I was never complaining about it. No, I know. We're West Coast bitches. I'm furious that it's 90 degrees in November. I run hot. And the fatter I get, the worse it gets. And... uh, I'm I'm ready for some fucking cold, man. Me too. I mean, Tucson, granted, I want Tucson cold, but, you know, I like some 50-degree mornings and 60-degree afternoons. So yeah. here we go talking about the weather again. Yeah. we All right. Let's end the podcast because we've, we've, we've breached the topic where we have nothing left to talk about. Uh, people say that they like it. They like to hear us talk about the weather. So Do they? Do they leave us a review? No. Maybe we should give them a weather forecast every week of our where we live. <laughs> Hey, uh, let's let's start with the tips. Okay. You, is it your turn or my turn to go first? It's my turn. You go. I, I don't know. It's been so long. Well, you already claimed it, so you started off. I got a tip locked and loaded. Okay. Let's do this. All right, guys. This tip is from Reddit Life Pro Tips subreddit, and it's brought to you by Mr. Wolf Jay-Z. And it's this. The most important yet unwritten 
rule in traffic is to drive predictably. And we may have talked about this in the past, but that's a huge peeve of mine when people try to be polite, like in an area where they shouldn't be. You know, say you're on a main road and and they're in the middle lane ready to make a U-turn and they have the right of way. And they're like waving you when you're coming out of a neighborhood. I'm like, no, God damn it. You have the right of way. Just go. If we all drive according to who has the right of way, then we shouldn't have a problem here. So drive predictably. If you have the right of way, just go. If some fucking jack off is crossing the street and he like walks into the median and is waiting for cars to pass, don't stop and let him pass. Just fucking keep going because that's his problem. Because if you hit your brakes, then I might rear end you. And then uh, that fucks up everything. So drive predictably. And while I'm at it, I have a little side tip because I've been riding my bike a lot. And I've been riding through campus, through U of A. And it fucking blows my mind that the tip is to look both ways before you cross the street, you fucks. Because... It's amazing to me. People just fucking walk out. And it's not just students. It's teachers. It's adults. They just walk right the fuck out, step in front of you, then they don't even look. And it blows me away. I'm, I'm amazed that there's not just dead bodies scattered across the street. It's fucking crazy. So drive predictably, look both ways, and go fuck yourself. Julian, back to you. Yeah, I agree. And also, here's a little bonus tip for you fucks out there, and that is when you get on a freeway, at least go the speed limit, and if you live in California, at least go 20 miles an hour over the speed limit, Mm -hmm. because there is nothing worse than people get on the freeway and just stay at a cool 45 miles per hour. That is so fucking dangerous, and if you're too scared to go faster than 45 miles an hour then take the side streets you bitch yeah it's true man it, it truly is dangerous when people do stuff like that i mean and in california i'm not joking the speed limit 65 on every freeway but if you're going slower than 80 you're a hazard to the freeway system because everyone around you is going at least 80 and there are a few freeway on ramps near where we used to live where you would just take a sharp ass u-turn and then it would just there's no extra lane you're just joining traffic shit like that is just kind of scary and uh we actually have one of those here in tucson too those that's just bad planning those are dangerous but uh yeah i used i used to have to get high before i drove in california when i first moved to california it was such a different driving experience than in arizona that in order to be able to be calm enough to 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 get into the lanes of traffic and do the high speed maneuvering that I had to do, I had to get high so I could have my laser focus going and then uh, be able to 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 make those maneuvers. That sounds like a really good safety tip, Julian. It's not. I mean, you got to find the right strain of weed and don't smoke too much of it. You just got to get a little bit above a buzz for me to so I get that laser focus and then I can see through the traffic like the matrix and I can find those gaps that I need to get into. Yeah, I don't know what kind of weed this is because I've seen you high a bunch of times and the last thing I want to do is drive in a car with you. So, Well, yeah, that's when I'm really high. I said you got to get a little high, not super high. Oh, okay. Just a little bit. Okay. Just get a little bit high. Yeah. But that's only, that's me. I mean, that's not everyone. That's that's my brain. Some people may need a drink. Some people may need no. some extra coffee. Some people maybe smoke some meth. Whatever heightens your focus, um, just do that. You want to, that reminds me of this story. Do you remember when we were in Hollywood and we had the, uh, that female visitor who will not go named because I don't want to, <laughs> and, uh, she this is amazing so we're going out and right before we left the house she took a shot of tequila and then she's gonna drive and i'm like oh you don't have to drive we'll take it no i'll drive i'm all i'm big about walking or taking ubers but she wanted to drive so i was like all right i'll drive you only took one shot of tequila she should be fine as soon as we pull on to sunset she gets pulled over and because she had no front license plate she's from out of state and uh she gets taken out of the car and breathalyzed by the cop and i'm like well here we go she's gonna get arrested i'm gonna spend the night trying to get her out of jail and uh nope 
blew right below the limit with her one shot and let her go. I was utterly amazed. I thought she was fucked for sure because she had literally taken a shot at tequila like five minutes before she got pulled over and breathalyzed. But I guess the breathalyzer was on point that day because I think that's all she had to drink. Yeah, that's weird. I would think that just the leftover booze in your mouth would, would make it higher. I don't know. Yeah, I was, I, I was blown away. I, I couldn't believe it. One time as a younger man, this reminds me of a story of, of getting breathalyzed in California. I was in San Diego with a couple friends. Uh, I think this was like right after high school. And I was driving my dad's expedition, so hopefully he's not listening to this. And we were drinking on the beach throughout the day. This is when you could, I think this is when you could drink on Mission Beach, Pacific Beach. You know, we're throwing the football around, drinking beers, whatnot, all day. And then we go back to our hotel and we just start smoking weed heavily for a a long time. And then we're going to go down to Luigi's, this pizza place, which is like maybe a mile away. And we should have just walked because it's literally down the boardwalk and you walk straight there. But you know me, Julian, I don't like walking much, or at least I used to not. Now I'm, I'm more into it um, because I know that I'm on track to type 2 diabetes. But back then I insisted on driving. So getting the expedition loaded up with three friends in the back and we start going and I'm slowing down at a stop sign. And as I'm slowing down, I see the police lights light up behind me. And so I freak out and I don't make a complete stop and I drive right through the stop sign. And he, <laughs> and he saw my Arizona plates, so he probably knew that I was, you know, fishing a barrel. So he comes and pulls me over, takes me out. of. Oh, yeah. So this was a huge mistake that I made as a younger man. He goes, have you had anything to drink? And I go, no, but just a couple. And then I was immediately like, <laughs> why do you say that? You always say no. And you shouldn't be drinking and driving. But if you are, say, no, I haven't had anything. Pulls me out of the car. Does the uh, the full breathalyzer, and I look to the back of the expedition, and I see them like with their eyes glued to the window, just watching me, just eyes wide open. I walk the line, I do the alphabet thing, I do all that, and I thought that I'd done really well. But then he goes, "All right, you're, I'm going to give you the breathalyzer." He's like, "I'm like, what if I say no?" And uh, he's like, "Then I'm going to take you in." And I just like, "God damn it!" I saw my whole life flash before my eyes, and then I was like, "All right, I guess I guess I'll just take it." Pulls out the breathalyzer, blow into it, and he goes, all right, you're good to go. And he just walks away. And uh, little did I know, and I didn't process it at the time, that I was just really high, and I was not drunk. And uh, I, I was fucking terrified. I, we went and ate pizza after that, and I like had tears in my eyes. I was, I was so fucking scared. <laughs> yeah, man. Especially being that high and thinking that I'm drunk and not knowing what's what and driving my dad's truck that i borrowed it was it was bad but lived to, to fight another day i uh i think those breathalyzers are really inaccurate and kind of bullshit because uh they we, we went to a brewery once with my brother-in-law and we're sitting there having beers and these two cops walk in and they're like hey you guys want to uh blow into this breathalyzer i'm like no and he goes no come on it's uh it's a uh, public service we're doing just to show how high your blood alcohol can get after just a few beers. And I was like, okay. I wasn't driving anyway. I had taken an Uber. So I was like, all right, fine. Let's do it. So me and my brother-in-law had had the exact same amount of beers and the exact same beers because we were just ordering the same beers. And we blew. And I blew way above the legal level. And he blew well under it. And I know that we both probably have pretty much the same tolerance. And uh, so I think those things are just out of whack. Well, yeah, but there are also other factors, you know, body weight, how much food that you ate. We're about like the that. same size. We had well, what if, dinner together. Had you guys both eaten the same amount? Yeah. Okay. We, went and, we went and got some grub at the restaurant nearby. And I always match him on orders. Whatever he gets, I get. <laughs> No matter what. No matter what. Because I, I know that uh, I've done this test with you accidentally where uh, we hung out. I, we were on some kind of vacation or you were in town or something, and we hung out two nights in a row. And the first night you had eaten, you ate like a pretty big meal and started drinking. And you had a bunch of drinks and you were just very stable, did not seem very drunk. 
just very well behaved. And then the next night, you skipped dinner and you drank the same amount and you were a fucking monster. You were just falling over. You know, you couldn't talk. You were giggling, laughing. You were kissing my face and hugging. I was a friendly monster. Yeah, no, you were a good monster. You, were, Yeah, that was a bad description. I'm sorry. Yeah. Make me sound like a fucking rapist or something. <laughs> yeah. Julian kept putting his hand in my pants. He was slapping me around. <laughs> um, no, but it was weird. I was just like a good reminder of how much fucking different it is when you drink on an empty stomach versus drinking on a full stomach. So Always I drink on a full stomach. stomach. I mean, if you want to be a cheap date. <laughs> Yeah, but okay. um, all right. Well, you've talked a lot. Yeah, give sorry. I think it's my turn for a tip. All right, what you got? All right, this one comes from Life Pro Tips on Reddit from user Erigion. Erigion, Erigion, I think is his name. All right, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it does to him. He's going to hear his name and we're going to fuck it up. I'm like, it's a, it's a Reggiano. It's not. It's a Reggion. Anyway. God uh, damn it. <laughs> Too fucking tip. All right. All right. It's a uh, life pro tip. If you have a foam mattress, check to see if it contains fiberglass. If it does, do not remove the cover under any circumstances as it will release shards or threads everywhere and can possibly cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home and belongings. Jesus. Did you know that? No. Neither did I. Jesus, we're sleeping on fucking time bombs with these things. Yeah, and I have the cheapest one possible, so I imagine... It's probably all fiberglass. Yeah. Good thing I was too lazy to take the cover off. Yeah, man. I... I mean, I got to tell my wife because she would definitely like if there's a stain or something on it, she would take that cover off and try to get that stain out. So I better tell her. Yeah. And I'm sure yours has a lot of stains. No offense. I know mine does. It's got a it's got a couple, but I just flip it. Um, Dude, I don't even know if mine has a cover, but that's uh, interesting. I've never heard of that. I hadn't either. That was amazing. So thank you. Erigion. He even links a few articles in it. That, that show the proof. Yeah, so, all right, good. Well, yeah, check and see if you're if you're going to take your cover off if it has fiberglass. And uh, I'd say just don't do it. What I do is I get one of those, um, it's basically like a, it's not a rubber sheet, but it's a, I guess it's more like a plastic sheet that protects your mattress. Oh, you mean the one for, for kids that pee their beds? Yeah, because I used to have a, I got started doing this years ago when I had this cat Hercules, and when he get angry with me, he'd piss on my bed, and uh, so I just started using it, and then Hercules passed away, rest in peace, and I just kept doing it because, you know, I don't usually piss the bed, but some nights I get really sweaty, or you know, I'll be drinking chocolate milk and I spill it. Who knows what's going to happen? And it's nice to have that extra layer of protection between you and your bed. So, isn't that thing get, get all like? Doesn't it make wrinkly noises like sleeping on a uh, plastic bag? No, man. These the new ones don't. It's like uh, it's almost it's it's. I shouldn't say it's plastic. It's got some sort of like f- soft, fluffy material. So you, you honestly can't even tell it's there. Wow. Yeah. I bet that's come in handy with a few of your girlfriends. They're like, "Oh, I'm had my period, Austin. I'm sorry, I ruined your mattress." You know, like, don't even sweat it, girl. I got a mattress protector. Yeah, free free bleeders are welcome in my bed. That's that a boy. That's real nice of you. Do you know that's a real that's a real movement? Free bleeders? I think it's a real movement. Get the fuck out of here. You can imagine what that entails. Yeah, I would imagine you're just bleeding all over your pants. No tampons. Yeah, or no pads. maxi pads. Freedom. Free bleeding. Oh. That 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 honestly makes me sick to my stomach. No offense. T- to women jeez julian you're so sexist no that's just disgusting that's like that's like being like a a non-ass wiper oh i'm just not gonna wipe my ass because uh you know free free shitters man hey ladies i'm gonna i'm gonna join you here in this movement and i i don't bleed like that but i'm gonna be i'm gonna be join the free bleeder movement myself and next time i get a nosebleed i'm just gonna let it ride i'm just gonna walk around with my nose bleeding until it stops on its own as nature intended. 
I don't. I mean, I just get grossed out by blood in general. But for some reason, nosebleeds gross me out so bad. Even if it happens in a movie or something, when there's blood coming out of someone's nose, it's disgusting, and I can't look at it. If someone gets a nosebleed at the dinner table, I'm done eating. I fucking excuse myself, and I'm out of there. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's fucking gross, man. <laughs> I don't want to see blood coming out of your nose, and then you're sticking mm. wads of tissue up there and tilting your head back. Oh, I just got to tilt it back. Get it to stop. Like, get go to the fucking bathroom. Get away from the dinner table, you sick fuck. It's disgusting. I've had... One nosebleed in my life, and it was in Phoenix, and I think it was because it was super dry, and it was so bizarre. Because it didn't hurt at all. My uncle was just like, hey, your nose is bleeding. I'm like, what the fuck? And sure enough, it was. And uh, You only had one nosebleed your whole life? Yeah. Wow. I'm not a bitch, Austin. I thought you knew. <laughs> um, But, yeah, so the... Uh, nosebleeders of the world if you get a nosebleed fucking excuse yourself from the room because i don't want to watch your fucking nosebleed well yeah that should go without saying but, but some people don't They're like oh i get these all the time like yeah oh. i mean that goes that goes along with like covering your mouth when you sneeze and not blowing your nose at the dinner table which i've been known to do sometimes oh i hate that but did uh, you by the way did you see that clip of rudy giuliani you should look it up if you haven't uh, yeah, I have. Are you talking about his his fucking just for men gel leaking down the side of his head? No. Oh, he's got another one. Yeah, he blows his nose in his handkerchief, and oh, then God. and then fucking starts wiping his face with the snot side. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that guy is just the gift that keeps on giving. Dude, he's the worst human being in the world in so many ways. Oh my God, dude! You when gotta he, look that up. Oh. Like, seriously, they should just start putting clown makeup on that guy. Yeah. Just dress him as a fucking clown because that's what he has become. Those, those, uh, that dripping hair shit grosses me the fuck out, too. That's right up there with nosebleeds. If I was sitting next to that guy on stage, I would have walked off stage because I would have honestly might have puked on him from watching that fucking goo come down the side of him. That's hilarious. It's fucking... Nasty. All right. Hey guys, if you do get a nosebleed, don't lean back. You should uh, continue to lean forward and squeeze the bridge of your nose and then stuff it up, preferably with a tampon. And whatever you do, if you're around me, get the fuck away because I don't want to watch it. Yeah, and if you're around Julian, get the fuck out because he might slap you. No, I'm not going to touch you because that's disgusting. I don't want to get blood on me. Just, I don't want to see it. Okay. Uh, you good with that tip? I don't even remember what we were talking about. We were talking about fiberglass and mattresses. Oh, here we are. <laughs> and we ended at nosebleeds. So I hope you guys learned something. Or a few and, things. And you're going to learn some more right now. And you're going to learn it by... Uh, the guy's name was deleted. Oh. So, Wait, is that his name or was it really deleted? No, it just it just got his, it got deleted. It's on Life Pro Tips. Uh, so I will that'd take be a good name for it. And it is... Um, if someone doesn't appreciate something you do for them... It probably means that it isn't important to them. So rather than stew about it or demand recognition or get offended, just add it to the list of things you don't need to do anymore. Because I know I've done that for people like a friend, say Brandon. Brandon has a lot of things that he doesn't give a shit about and then a few things that he does. And so you may do a favor for him that he didn't ask and uh, and he just doesn't care, doesn't goes totally unrecognized. And I might be like, hey, fuck you. And then... I think this is a good way to put it. Like some people don't, it's just people don't care about the same things that you do. So just because you hold something in high regard doesn't mean that, that other people do. I mean, aside from, you know, things like honesty or just being a good person, but you may have different uh, priorities as far as, as little things in life. You know what I mean? I do. And I, I get that, man. That's, that's something I need to work on myself because I always like, I do things. It depends on what it is, but sometimes you like do something and you're, and you want like a certain reaction, you know, if you do it for a loved one or something and you don't get it. And then you're like, Oh, I put a lot of thought into that. And, and you just got to stop anticipating their reaction and like doing it for the reaction and do it instead for just 
maybe your own satisfaction that you know is the nice thing to do and you don't really give a shit if they react the way you want to or not. Right. Don't attach the favor to an expectation. Right. Yeah, for example, um, a couple weeks ago, Julian thought he would do something nice for his wife and he went out and he got his belly button pierced. And he comes home and lifts up his shirt and his wife glances at it and then just looks away and continues on her phone call like she doesn't even care. Yeah. Julian was devastated, but come to find out, Coral doesn't like belly button piercings. So, you know, who's Julian to get angry with her? Yeah. But I like it, so it stayed. Fuck what she thinks. I like my <laughs> belly button piercing. I think it looks good. I think it looks great. It's not over. It's not too big, but it's not too small. It's just right. And I like mm-hmm. that it dangles down a little, so it's kind of cute when I'm walking because it kind of jiggles. Mm-hmm. It's nice. <clears throat> it's perfect. It is. And uh, I, I can't believe it took me this long to get it. All right. Your turn. All right. This one sh- should be obvious, but I think some people are fucktards and need to be told anyway. And it is coming from Blue Lily Two Sixteen Reddit user on Life Pro Tips, and it is pets are not good Christmas presents. Thousands of cats and dogs given as gifts are dropped off at shelters after the holidays. So don't give a fucking p- pet as a present unless the person's like specifically says I want a dog, and you know that they're not a shithead and are gonna take care of that dog. But don't just like show up to your friend Bill's house with a fucking Rottweiler puppy and be like, here you go, Bill. And Bill's going to be like, get that fucking dog out of my house. It pissed on my carpet and take it to the fucking shelter the next day. I mean, I can't believe I have to tell people this, but yeah, look at our shelters. They're full of fucking unwanted pets and you guys are assholes. That's so true. It's it is weird that 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 even has to be said. Like, why? Who the fuck would think that it's a good idea to just buy someone a pet unannounced? Like, I don't know what kind of pet that you want, or what species, or what breed, or anything. So I'm just going to give you this free dog that I got, and uh, here you go. You're, you should have it for the next ten to fifteen years of your life. Yeah, and it's going to adjust all the decisions you have to make. It's such a weird thing to do. I think most people know that, but. Uh, like you said, don't do that unless someone very specifically says, like, I want a French bulldog or whatever it is. On that, But note, also, just- wait, also make sure that they are capable of taking care of that dog. Because there's a lot of people that are un- can't even take care of themselves. So there's no fucking way they're going to be able to take care of a pet. Yeah, there's so many people that refuse to spay and neuter their animals. They just, yeah, they just treat them like shit. They give them away. There's just a lot of people that are are shitty and are just not, uh, do not have the ability to take care of a animal. And that's why, yeah, it's fucking sad, man, how overloaded the shelters are, but, um, that's the way it goes, I guess. I, uh, also think that before you get a pet, if you're going to get a pet and you haven't had one before, make sure you really think about it and maybe dog sit your friend's pet for a week and see what it's like to make sure that it's something that you're going to be able to handle in your life and your schedule. Like if you're someone who works, you know, 60 hours a week, don't get a fucking dog or a cat. Well, you could maybe get a cat. Maybe, but make sure you have a roommate that's going to take, like spend time with them. And if you don't have a roommate, get another cat. So the cat's not all alone all day. Like, Think of the animal's well-being. If you're not home all the time and you're only home, like, you know, here and there, don't get a fucking animal. You, your animals don't like to be alone. They're social creatures just like you and I. And if you don't spend a lot of time with them, they're going to get all these weird social deviant behaviors and and they're going to live a miserable life. And then you might not end up loving them and you might give them away. So really think it through before you get a pet because it's a big responsibility and it takes a lot of time and commitment. But if you do it, worth every fucking bit of effort. I fucking love my pets. I snuggle with them every day. I sleep with them and I give them little kisses and they kiss me back. Well said, Julian. Thanks. Um. All right. Uh, should we move on? I think so. I got a tip I really want to talk about. All right. I hope it's a big one. <clears throat> oh, it's a big one. This is the fingering tip of the week. Hey, Julian, you like... <laughs> what? J- Julian, you like fingering, right? <laughs> I like both getting fingered and fingering. 
Oh, well, this per- this is perfect. This is a uh, life pro tip from Reddit brought to you by Charisma Check with an E at the end. Okay. And uh, this is our fingering tip of the week. This is a new segment. And it is... <laughs> I'm I'm gonna try to get it to stick. We'll see. Uh, I mean, I can't imagine how many fingering tips there are out there. There's got to be an unlimited amount. If you can see your nails when looking at the palm side of your hand, so if you hold your hand in front of your eyes and you're looking at your palm, and you can see your nails, then your nails are too long for you to be fingering, Mister. <laughs> Julian, take a look. What are we Guess working what? with? Guess what? Guess what? I you got, ready to finger? I got I got five fingers ready to finger. <laughs> uh, well, I only have three holes, but no wait, one, two. I guess I have ears. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, but no, I, I have can, at least six, maybe seven. I can use more than one finger on some of those holes. I wish we were in the same city. I know. So yeah, I mean, I don't think I really need to explain this tip that much. Um, I guess you guys could probably imagine some of the downsides of fingering with long, jagged fingernails. But I don't get it. How do you... All right. Women can have figured it out. I don't women, know, man. I know what women you're have, yeah. Women like with long-ass nails will stick their fingers right up themselves or someone else. No issues at all. I don't know what they're doing with those fingernails, if they're retractable or what, but they they seem to really enjoy it, and I never see them cut. I mean, obviously... They're professionals, and uh, and and I'm much less experienced than they are. So maybe uh, there is a technique that you can get around that. But come on, guys. Unless you're a fucking cokehead, what do you got long fingernails for anyway? Keep those things trim, you know? Yeah, I mean, sometimes I just forget, man. And then I... Well, we all know. do, but if you look... I, I, as soon as I can, like, feel the nails... I'm fucking cutting. I got. Yeah. I, I can't. I can't. Uh, it's it's like a pet peeve of mine. And like you can get gross shit under them. It's not hygienic. It's like, bleh. fucking keep some nice trim nails. Yeah, I don't know what's up with the the long fingernail ladies fingering. I don't. I. Are you sure they're putting it in there? Are you sure they're not just doing surface rubs? I mean, it could be CGI. I don't know, but they're they're disappearing. Huh. Look it up. We'll have to do some research. Look it up. Yeah, that seems very dangerous. I I don't know if there's something about like those press-on nails. Maybe they're smoothed over enough on the edges where it's safe, but it certainly seems very risky. Yeah. Do you remember that guy in the Guinness World Book of Records who like didn't cut his nails for a really long time and they were like disgusting? Like he had to drag Of course I remember. He had to drag them around. Yeah, it was some I think it was an Indian guy. Yeah. They were like <laughs> they were like 10 feet long and they started curling around. You know that guy doesn't fuck. I don't know. Maybe he does. Maybe that's how. I mean, I don't know. This was this was like when we were kids. Were that guy's so, probably dead. They were, oh yeah, he's for sure dead. It was like a black and white photo from way back in the day. But guarantee that guy didn't fuck because there's no way he'd be able to keep his nails from breaking with any amount of fucking. Well, like, I know he's not he fingering, so but care. he's definitely not fingering. But he's not fucking either. Girls might be riding him though. Yeah, but how, what's he gonna how? Like, that is such a dangerous thing to have your nails that long. Like, he had to think about every little thing he's doing, and any unexpected movement, like, can happen in sex, could snap those things off, and there goes yeah. his Guinness. Well, there goes his fame. Then he's got nothing to live for. Yeah, I think it's safe to say that guy had uh, different priorities than us. Ugh. And questionable priorities, even. Man. But he's in the Guinness Book of World Records, and... uh He's going to be remembered, and we will be forgotten. So who gets the last laugh in 100 years? I mean, I'll never forget that guy. I bet those things smelled like shit, too. Oh, yeah. There's no way he kept those clean. Yeah, dirty-ass motherfucker. Um, I'm going to tell a story here that I'm probably going to edit out because it's very inappropriate, but it's a good fingering story, and it's a good fingernail story. A mutual friend of ours met a girl at a bar years and years ago, and... He had long fingernails and found himself in a position where they went home together and um, he was doing some fingering, okay? And he was a little bit worried that they may have been sharp and he may have caused some sort of an issue. Long story short, this leads to sex. And uh, afterwards, he has a moment of clarity and he says to himself, what have I done? I just had sex with a stranger 
and I don't know if I may have caused some sort of issue with my long fingernails, and then I had sex with this person I probably shouldn't have. And so he goes into the bathroom, and he decides the only way to right the ship is he gets a bottle of mouthwash and pulls his (laughs) pants down, climbs into the bathtub, and starts pouring mouthwash onto his dick. (laughs) And while he's doing it, the girl walks into the bathroom and catches him. <laughs> and he just looks up at her, and he he had no, no idea what to say, and I'm sure she was very confused. And that was the last time they ever saw each other. Why didn't he say, "I was just trying to make it minty for you, baby"? <laughs> I do this all the time. Don't worry about it. It's a mint stick. Get ready. You're gonna love it. She's like, "This gets this cures STDs, right?" Yeah. <laughs> oh That's man, so weird. I can't believe that really happened. That's amazing. You I know who that is. I know exactly who it is, and I don't. I've never even heard that story, and I know exactly who it is. Uh, I should probably edit that one out. No way. Leave that in. All right. That gets left. That's hilarious. I miss like when we grew up. We literally had a story like that a week growing up. Like I, we lived a fucking movie in those days. It was amazing. There's just always some crazy shit going on. Yep, kids are crazy. I wish I I hope one day we can like go back into our brains and like relive memories and I would just I would just put all those days on repeat. They were a lot of fun. All right. Although my life now is a lot of fun too. I love my life now, so I'll 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 put that in the queue as well. Good save. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so this one comes from ancient Mariner and it's a life pro tip on Reddit. Surprise, surprise. And it goes, if you're unable to fall asleep at night, instead of closing your eyes, do the opposite. Keep your eyes open. You'll feel drowsy and will automatically close your eyes. If your mind starts racing again, open your eyes again. Keep repeating this process and you'll fall asleep quickly. In the dark? In a dark room? Yes. Hmm. Now, is there any scientific evidence to back that up? It has 67,000 upvotes, Austin. There's, There's all the true. scientific. Yes, it does. <laughs> 67,000? Yes. That's all the scientific evidence you need. If it was shit, no one else would have voted that up. Hmm. So yeah, there you go. And I this makes sense. The, the, like so, I do this inadvertently. I'll I'll start reading to fall asleep because as soon as like you try to fall, like it's it's like you're watching TV on the couch and you're falling asleep, and then you're like, oh, better go to bed, and you go to bed, and then you're wide awake. It's because you're trying to stay, keep your eyes open to watch the TV, and your your body's like, nah, uh, uh, you're going to bed, bitch. And, uh, and then, uh, so it's, it's the same opposite action that, that, that'll work in bed. You, you, you try to stay up to read your body's going to go, nah, uh, uh, bed, bed time. And, uh, and then you'll fall asleep. Hmm, All right. I'll try it. That'll, that'll be my homework for this week. I'm going to try that because I always have sleeping problems. Yeah. I don't have, uh, sleeping problems. I, I'm a great sleeper. As soon as my head hits the pillow, six minutes tops. I'm fucking out. Really? And the only time I'll wake up is if I have to pee, and then I go right back to bed. Dude, I have this thing where I drink like 30 ounces of water right before I go to bed. I get so thirsty right when I'm about to go to bed, and it sabotages me every night. It's horrible. Yeah, that sucks. I don't think I've slept a whole night without getting up to pee for, dude, I don't know, years. Isn't that sad? I hate it. It's the worst. And and sometimes you'll be in bed and you're like, you have to pee, but you're so tired. You don't want to get up to do it. And you're just like, oh, I, I can hold it. I can hold it. And then it just gets worse and worse and worse. Mm-hmm. And you're like about to pee your pants. And you finally got to just jump out of bed and go piss and like barely make it to the bathroom. You yeah, I did that when I was taking a nap today. I drank so much water and then I fell asleep. And like 20 minutes later, I just woke up and there was no stopping me from getting up and taking a piss. I, I really want to get one of those like hospital jugs that you just piss into and just put it next to my bed. You know what I'm talking about? It like almost looks like a water bottle, but yeah, it's called a what do they call it? It's those? not a bedpan. Well, it's like the modern version of that. Yeah, 
It's the Bedpan 2000. I want to get one of those and put it next to my bed so I can just keep one eye half open, just piss into it. And then, but then I'll like accidentally, I'm going to tip it over and spill it, or I'm going to drink it in the middle of the night thinking it's water. It's very risky. I have trouble peeing into things. Like when I have to take a sample, a piss sample at the doctor, it's really hard for me to like get myself to pee in a cup. Like I got to start the stream in the toilet and then get the cup in. Really? If I hold the cup under the dick, <laughs> then it does, I, I just dry up. Really? It's weird. Yeah. It's, it's like really, a nervous mental block, or is it an aim situation? It's just, I don't know what it is. I just, I'm not used to peeing into things. I'm not used to, like, that I'm going to, like, keep. I'm used to just peeing in the toilet or on the ground or something or in Austin's mouth. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm just not used to, uh, used to it, I guess. What if I, I put know. a cup in my mouth? Would that help? It'll help your mouth not get full of piss. <laughs> okay. Well, then that that uh, I guess that takes away from the point that we're doing this here. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> um, yeah, I don't I don't remember where we were going from there. I don't know. We we're talking about sleeping and getting up in the middle of the night. The only time I can't sleep and like I'll wake up is if I eat something that gives me heartburn. Then I'm fucked, and it, it's it's not because I'm tired. It's just I'm in agonizing pain, and I have to go take some tums or something to get rid of it but i've just learned not to eat right before going to bed and definitely don't eat anything with tomato sauce in it for dinner pizza God, we're getting old. so we're getting so old i'm starting to have the same fucking thing man i mean i've had that forever it runs in my family that's true you've had heartburn since you were 15 and it's a fucking curse because I'm Italian and we fucking love tomato sauce. If you know anything about Italians and I can't eat it for dinner, man. I, it's a lunch or breakfast only food for me. Never or early dinner. I got to eat an early dinner. Mm-hmm. But if I eat pizza right before bed, like when I used to get shit faced and go to fucking Domino's at three in the morning and eat it and then go to bed. Oh my God. I'd wake up with the worst heartburn. It was fucking awful. And go like, go up the entire esophagus and into my mouth where you get that like bitter bile. Ugh, disgusting. Did I tell the story? Did I tell the story about when I, uh, had a bunch of drinks and I think I may have smoked some weed at the time and I ate, uh, an entire Costco sized jar of gummy vitamins. Did I tell you about that? Yeah, we have talked about that on the podcast. Don't do that. Don't recommend that either. Yeah, Austin ate, for those that haven't listened to that episode, Austin got super stoned and ate an entire Costco-sized jar of gummy vitamins and almost died and ralphed his brains out. Like, I broke the seal on it. I cracked it open. I was the first one. And it was at a friend's house. And, like, halfway through, um, I was like, I'm just going to order him a new one. And I, I was able to order a new jug on Amazon. And at that point, I wasn't thinking. I was just thinking they were like gummy bears. I was like, these aren't going to hurt me. So I ate the whole thing. I mean, dude, there's probably 500 servings in there. And uh, go to bed. And then at 3 in the morning, I just wake up with an absolute emergency. And I run to the bathroom and just start projectile vomiting. And then I look it up the next day. And it's like, yeah, that could uh, you can die because your kidneys may shut down. And I was like, oh, didn't I didn't know about that. So Yeah, well, I'm glad that you didn't, Austin. And the I world- thought that my friend, uh, actually, we talked about this the other day. Apparently, I missed the toilet with my projectile vomiting, and he was cleaning it up for weeks to come. So, sorry uh, about that. Awful. That's the last time I've. That's the only time I've thrown up in like the last several years. Man. Anyway, not to brag. Uh, I think it's my turn. Yeah. You want to do one more tip each? Sounds like a good plan. Okay. All right. This one's very simple and very short. It's the shortest tip ever, actually. It's two words, and it's uh, also from Life Pro Tips, and it's a it's a throwaway account, so it doesn't matter. And it's just uh, when you move, well, it's just hire movers. Hire it. movers. Hire movers. Shit, Julian. That's it? Yeah. Uh, there's a whole explanation, and, and basically the gist of it is he said, my whole life, my family never hired movers. Why? Because we had arms. And, uh, and then he goes on to a long explanation, but... Dude, I've moved so many times. For years of my life, I've moved every year. As a kid, you know, with divorced parents and them moving. And then, you know, once college came, I basically moved every year for the next 10 years. And never once did I consider hiring movers. um, Just because I was like, that's fucking crazy expensive. I'm sure I have a truck 
at the time, friends, everything. So we would always move. And then I've had friends do, I've helped countless friends move, especially when I had a truck. And it's always a huge pain in the ass. <clears throat> and this guy said that he had a full house full of shit, a bunch of big TVs, tables, dressers, everything. And it was like $300. And uh, I'm sure it could be even less depending on how much and how far you're moving. So, you know, if you have the means, consider hiring movers, Julian, next time. I vouch for this. I uh, did. I was the same as Austin, never hired movers until I was forced to when I moved from Arizona to California the second time. And I had a three-bedroom house and was moving by myself to back to California. And so I found a company called uship.com and it's a place where you can like, you can move anything, but you put what you need to move. And then people that have vehicles that can transport that will bid on your movement move and, and you can find really good prices. So I found these movers that moved my entire three bedroom house to California for $1,500. And I didn't have to lift a thing. I, I packed my boxes and that was it. And they took it the whole way. Um, so follow up to that story when, uh, my wife and I bought our house together and we had to move. Um, I was like, Oh, let's use you ship. And she's like, no, I don't want to, we're, we're capable of moving. I don't want to waste the money. I'm like, okay. I'm like, it's really great. I'm telling you, it won't be that much. And she, so I, uh, so then the, uh, day where he comes to move, she's like, Hey, you want to do that? you ship thing after all, I don't really feel like moving. I'm like, what? We got to be in our, out of our house in like two days. What are you talking about? We got, we, you, you got to give that time time. She's like, well, just try it real quick. Maybe we'll get lucky and someone will bid on us real quick. So long story short, too late. It's already a long story. Okay. Well, two of my, my brother and two of his friends had come down to help us move. And, uh, but I had done it anyway. And I figured we could just hang out if we got something quick, but, uh, they didn't come up quick. So me and my brother and his friends had to move and it was the fucking worst. It was such a pain in the ass. And we ended up, my, my brother's friends ended up dropping our brand new washer and dryer off the ramp of the truck and putting a huge dent in it, which, uh, my wife was super pissed about. And then, uh, I get an email right after that happens with, Oh, you got a bid. It was fucking, it would have been $300 to have these guys come out and move our entire house. And instead we spent two fucking painful days where we literally did nothing but lift and sweat and groan and ended up breaking a sprinkler head, damaging the washer and dryer, which ended up costing way more than $300 to fix both those items that could have been avoided if we just would have hired fucking movers. So listen to this gentlemen online and hire fucking movers you cheap asses i don't care if you got two arms you don't know what the fuck you're doing yeah and if you're if money's tight and you can't afford it obviously just move it yourself but if you have some extra cash and you don't want to bother friends then then do it i mean i have a friend here in tucson keith cards and uh whoa you're using last names yeah keith and i have had our ups and downs over the years (laughs) actually that's not true but we'll just I'll have not talked to Keith for fucking 13 months and I can call him and be like, Hey, I need you to help me move. And he'll be like, when I'll be like in 30 minutes. And he's like, I'm on my way and I'll do the same for him. We're like moving buddies and we've each helped each other move 10 times. But, uh, that's like one thing that no matter what happens, hell or high water, you can count on Keith. So I'll probably just keep using him, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> Keith's helped me move a few times too. I know, and Dude, you're he'll much help better friends. With, yeah, as long, especially if I, if I'm involved by any like degree, I can be like four degrees of separation, and he'll help you move. Be like, hey, Aust- Austin sent me. Yep, that's why Aust- That's why he's done that for me. True story. Uh, Austin's like. <laughs> I didn't even have to ask Keith. Austin was gonna be, be driving the truck. Keith's like, I'm in, man. And he'll just show up in my house. He's like, All right, Julian, we'll be moving. And he's ready yeah. to rock. Yeah, it's like uh it's like one of those old heist movies where uh Keith finds out that I'm the driver and he goes, I'm in. He doesn't have any questions. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have a, a bond that's unbreakable. All right. Here's the final tip of the show. You guys ready? Yeah. All right. It comes from frustrated frustrating bubble. 
who's a Reddit user on Life Pro Tips. And it is, most people will bend over backwards to help you learn about a topic they feel passionate about. I will tell you what, this is so true. Because I am passionate about a few things. And if you want to learn about any of those things, I will bend over backwards to teach you. Austin and I have a perfect example of this. Because in high school, or college, it was college, I became obsessed with Tony Hawk Pro Skater. And Austin didn't play it, but we hung out all the time. And so I was like, Austin, you have to get good at this game so we can play against each other. And I made Austin sit there and play it with me for hours and hours. And I bent over backwards, teaching him all the tricks and moves. And then he became better than I am at it. And uh, The student became the teacher. Yeah. And, and we've had countless hours of Tony Hawk sessions together now. And, uh, but if that would be true of anything, if you wanted to learn how to ski and you were, you came up to me, I would fucking bend over backwards, spend all day trying to teach you how to ski or any, anything I'm into. You want to learn how to, uh, shave your back. I'll, 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 I'll help you there. If you want to talk about bears in your yard eating trash, Julian loves talking about that. Yeah, I do. Um, Um, I think that's a great tip and. I know that because I, I hate asking people for favors and I know I don't like asking people for things if I feel like they don't want to talk about it. But my old job, I was an engineering recruiter. So I would try to recruit different types of engineers for jobs. And engineers typically have a, a weird type of brain and they're usually very introverted. So I would notice they would be quiet and awkward. But as soon as I started getting them to talk about engineering or some kind of mechanical passion of theirs, they would light up and just would not stop talking about it. And that kind of opened my eyes to that. And like, I've realized, I know that I'm the same way with the, by no means do I have an engineering brain, but if there's something that I just do not care about, it's so hard for me to take interest or have a discussion in it. But if it's something that I'll like nerd out about, I'll talk about it forever. Like, unfortunately nobody cares about most of the things that I'm interested in, but like, I don't know, Julian, what are my interests? I guess I really like, uh, like, uh, Stand-up comedy, old movies. Uh, riding dr- bikes. Riding bikes, drinking piss. If you want to talk about any of those things, I'll tell you everything I know. And I like. I guess I like music a lot. I love talking about music. And uh, But everything else, I pretty much have nothing to offer. Food. Food. I love talking about food. I love eating food. Yeah. So I don't know where I was going with that. But yeah, some people... Yeah, I mean, clearly... Oh yeah, what was the thing? If you want to learn something, find someone who's passionate about it, and they'll bend over backwards to teach it to you. Oh right, okay. I kind of lost. Uh, I kind of forgot what the tip was. But yeah, if, if some if you're asking someone for a favor and it's not something they want to do, you're gonna feel bad and and probably get only half their interest. But if it's something they're truly passionate about, like like the tip says, they're gonna enjoy teaching you about it. They get, you know, it's it's rewarding for them to teach you about it. So, so you'll learn about something you want to learn about and then they get the pleasure of, of not only delving into it, but sharing it with someone and everything else. It's a lot of fun. It's, it's a good time. Great time. All right. I think with that, our show is complete. We're back on the horse and we're ready to keep on riding it to see to wherever it goes. We're going to ride this horse into the sunset. Well, hopefully the sunset's way, way, way many years down the road. But, uh, yeah. I mean, just set, not burn out, you know? You mean that we're going to ride this episode into the sunset, but we're going to ride this horse the entire journey of wherever it takes us. Mm-hmm. And so with that, Austin, go fuck yourself. Everyone else, I love you. And Thanks for listening, guys. We would appreciate it if you would rate us five stars, even if you hate the show. Subscribe. Uh, give us a, subscribe. Give us a comment. Say that it's good, even if it's not. And uh, thanks for listening, send, guys. Send us an email, justthetipspod at AOL.com. You can hit us up on Instagram at justthetipspodcast. Uh, and, yeah. Yeah, thanks. We're going to. Thanks, guys. We're going to. We'll, we'll talk to you. We're friendly people. We love we love talking to our fans or our haters. So, yeah, just let us know what you think. Julian, you sound desperate. Do I? No one wants to email you. Well, then go fuck yourself. All right. 
Thanks, guys. Keep drinking piss. Bye. Bye. Do not send those pies home with me. If you want to see what this bear looks like eating some cookies. That's it. By drinking his own piss. That's what TV magic is. I'm talking about guzzling. I used to jack to it. That's how I get my rocks off. You gotta piss straight in your mouth. My dog's not that strong, man. I was a friendly monster. I used to, I used to have to get high before I drove. Alright, I hope it's a big one. Mm, oh, that's a big one. It's not too big, but it's not too small. It's just right. And I like that it dangles down a little, so it's kind of cute when I'm walking because it kind of jiggles. Here's the final tip of the show. You guys ready? It'll help your mouth not get full of piss. I bent over backwards teaching them all the tricks and moves. Riding bikes, drinking piss. It's a lot of fun. It's, it's a good time. Great time.